Personal branding. We know it's something that we always need to invest more in, but have we really transformed our personal branding for the digital age of today? In other words, what about the digital transformation of our own personal brand? To help you do just that, I have a very special guest on today's episode of the Maximize Your Social Influence podcast. Welcome to the Maximize Your Social Influence podcast with Neil Schaefer, where I help marketers, entrepreneurs, and business owners grow their businesses using innovative marketing techniques, leveraging the concept of digital influence throughout digital and social media. Hey everybody, Neil Schaefer here. Welcome to the Maximize Your Social Influence podcast. For those that don't know me, I help businesses spark growth through my uniquely innovative, data-driven, and most importantly, digital-first approach to marketing. I help this on a one-on-one basis with clients in a fractional CMO model, as well as group coaching through my digital-first group coaching membership community. And on that note, I'm really excited today to introduce you to one of the fantastic members of that community who is all about personal branding and is truly a thought leader in his space. Now, when I say his name, his name being Khaled El Ahmad, you might not have yet heard of him. However, if you speak Arabic, you probably, and you follow social media, you probably know the name. Uh, Khaled, my friend, is actually based out of Jordan, and he is... He's been doing this for more than a decade. I mean, he'll introduce himself in the interview, but he is clearly a shining light in that part of the world and really leading professionals and businesses, not just in their personal branding, but in their social media marketing in general. So yes, personal branding is like our corporate branding. It's something we always need to be investing in, something that I haven't really talked a lot about on this podcast. So I'm really excited to introduce Khaled to you and hopefully you can leverage his wisdom for your personal branding. So without further ado, here's my interview with Khaled El Ahmad. I'd like to welcome Khaled El Ahmad calling in from the beautiful country of Jordan to the Maximize Your Social Influence podcast. Khaled, welcome. Hey, Neil. How are you? Thank you for having me. Hey, I am doing awesome, Khaled. And I know we're going to talk today a lot about personal branding how you've become known for it, also the advice that you have for our listeners. But before that, I sort of want to get into knowing more about you. I I have only gotten to know you over the last few months, and I believe it was Clubhouse, of all places, that brought us together, right? Right. It was a great opportunity. I rarely go there, but when I went, I'm glad that I met you, and I joined your digital community as well, which I learned a lot. I advise anyone, not only people in marketing or digital marketing, but also trainers with all type of sectors. If they join your digital community, they will learn a new way of reaching out and learning together within a community. So I advise everyone to join your community. I learned a lot. Oh, thank you so much. And, and hopefully the learning will continue. Yes. Not, not past tense there, future tense as well. But, but hey, so... 
yeah, we got the other clubhouse and then it was just when I was launching Digital First and thank you so much for your membership. And it's really through that that I've learned more about you and the incredible influence that you've built. And maybe uh, some of us in the United States may not known, but if you speak Arabic and you live in the Middle East and you're into digital marketing, personal branding, uh, Khaled is probably a household name by now. So why don't we take a step back and how did this all start? How did you get to become known and, and build that influence around personal branding, digital marketing? Sure. And I lived in the States for a while and then uh, I moved back to Jordan in 2009, but I did not have any uh, friends or network there. So, and that was almost the beginning of social media. So I rode that wave and I was following a lot of people like yourself. And uh, I, I got to learn about personal branding, content marketing and social media management back then. So I started learning and curating content in, so I would, I would see something in English that's really valuable. I will summarize it. Then I will not say I will translate it. I will Arabize it. So make it really localize it and then share it with the, the people here with mentioning the source, of course, and the credit. And now I became a content curator. In a, in a specialized topic, which is social media, digital media, back where in 2009. So I started teaching people how to use Twitter and so on. And th this, this identity, this personal branding, branded me as a social media trainer before there were any, or, you know, that was very rare here in uh, Arabia. And so Whenever you hear someone and say, okay, I'm looking for a social media strategy or I need help with social media presence or I need to do this or I need to do that, everybody start pointing fingers, go to see Khaled, go to see Khaled, go to see Khaled. He shares a lot of stuff. He, he should be, he, he must know what he's talking about. So this is how it started. So I just built that brand and I gave a lot of free information for people. I try to educate people sector level, not a brand level. So that gave me the reputation, the digital reputation that I was aiming for. That's amazing, Khaled. It's really interesting. I have a friend in Japan and it's almost a similar story. I'm gonna give him a shout out, Hiroyasu Ichigawa, for some of you that might know him, but very similar. In Japan, nobody was following these topics. He started basically doing what you were doing, but doing a Japanese version. And then he became the go-to person and became a successful author, consultant, what have you. So uh, it's interesting how you go from content curation, but when you start sharing this information over time, people begin to see you as an expert, don't they? And maybe and that's one of the one of the ways we begin to sort of dig into this this topic of personal branding. Yeah, you don't have to be an expert. You can be a guide that you guide people. There you go. I learned this information. Sounds very interesting. And I advise you guys to go and dig deeper into it. So I'm not an expert. I don't like that word. I just guide people to the right way when it comes to certain uh, topics like digital media and personal branding. So, so yeah, this is how it started. But at some point, and I think that's great, and especially if you're curating content from you know influencers that you want to engage with, people that you want to get to know better and you tag them, you get the added benefit of, of that. But I'm curious, at some point you shifted though, I'm assuming, from content curation to creating your own content. So what did that look like? Definitely. So, so after seeing multiple uh, topics or strategies about certain uh, uh, topics like personal branding and so on, I started developing my own 
content, my own strategy. So, uh, for example, when it comes to content, the strategy starts saying that we should have three types of content. One, that's brand content that talks about your product or services. Two, sector content that you need to start teaching people about sector topic that you are in. Nothing to do, no sales, nothing to do with your product or services. And three, social content, which is uh, the the type of content that generates a huge amount of uh, engagement. And that's what's going to help you with your reach. So I start creating my own plans, my own stuff from what I've been reading and curating in the past. And that that's great. And and I think that so many people think they need to be that expert. I I call that like R and D. I, I will also in fact I sometimes write blog posts as part of this this R and D process of creating a summary, but in the form of a blog, but it's my own research and, and sharing that perspective. So so yeah, and I think that's also interesting. You talk about the branded content, the sector or I guess you could say industry or non branded content. And then that social content, which obviously more and more, that's a lot of short form video and reels and and that seems to be getting the most impression these days. But how at, at a certain point, so it sounds like you went back to Jordan and you found a niche, you began to talk more about it. And I'm assuming over time you were able to build a business out of that. I mean, how, how, what did that look like? Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you about the opportunities, that, the huge, the two opportunities that I got. The first one, we had a very progressive prime minister that he uh, was establishing a, a, a team for his uh, upcoming government. So he found all the job titles that was in 2010. And there was one job title missing, digital media director for the government of Jordan. And at that time when they ask and they have, you know, all these consultants help, helping the government finding the suitable guy for this position. Each time they ask someone and they say, uh, we never heard such a thing here in Jordan. Mm. But there is a guy who tweets about digital all the time. So nah, we don't want a Twitter guy. We need a professional <laughs> guy. So, but after they heard they got so many referral more than one time. They called me in and I went for the interview with the experts and they noticed that my digital skills knowledge is high, higher than usual. And after a second and third and a fourth interview, I was hired as a digital media director for the government. So I, I did that for a year. And then after that, I started offering consultations and training, went back to freelancing and then I approached, we had in 2011, we had uh, the top tel- telecom company here in Jordan, Zane, started with social media. So they, they were the first company to have a social media presence, but it was via an agency. So I emailed the CEO and I pitched myself. I introduced myself. This is what I did. This is what I do. And I told them from reading the trends in the West, most telcos started investing in establishing an internal social media department. Hmm. If your time allows for a 15 minutes coffee break, I can talk to you about how we can together do this at your company. And that got me an interview. (laughs) 
And I went to Zain and established the social media department and stayed with them for eight years. So these two job opportunities gave me a boost with the personal branding. And I always kept the freelancing. I always have this mentality that my job should not take uh, more than 80% of my time. Mm -hmm. And there's always 20% for my freelance time. So I have a huge, I, I, I worked on the foundation of freelancing ever since. I never, I never left. So since I left these two big companies, uh, these two big jobs, when I went into freelancing, I have a good base. So now, for example, now I work from home. I have the community. I have, I do trainings, consultations. I'm good to go. Yeah, no, that, that's amazing. You really... Uh... I mean, you proactively approached them and took advantage of those opportunities. And I think that's all it takes, one or two, to be able to build you know, what you've built. I also love that 80% for company, 20% for myself. I am very similar, my friend. Uh, when I do my fractional CMO consulting, I have my own time sort of blocked out and I will cap at a certain number of hours so that I ensure that I have that 20%, which for me is Friday. Friday is like my day, content creation and, and podcasts and blog posts and what have you. So that's awesome. So since then, you've, you've been freelancing. You've been doing a, a lot of different things. I know you're a really active course creator, community builder. I want to dig into this personal branding. When we were talking about what we were going to discuss today, you talked about the digital transformation of yourself. And I immediately just love that. I think when we think of digital transformation, we think of IT. And, and in my bio, I'm always like, like it's about the digital transformation of sales and marketing and you take it one step further and talk about yourself. So I guess, you know, where do we get? Maybe it's it's that that digital first impression that we, we discussed as well. What is a digital first impression and why is it important and how can people sort of perfect their own? Okay, you know, uh, everything is, especially with the COVID, COVID speed up things. So everything is going digital. And uh, it is mandatory that we have digital skills. Some people worked on it before, but the majority did not. And now they're forced into working on their digital skills. So when you go to a job interview or when you meet someone for the first time, they're going to have a first impression of you from the first 10 seconds. The way you dress, uh, the way you, your body language, the words you choose when you talk to them. So this is the first impression. The rest of the time in a job interview, they say, they're gonna go ahead and confirm that first impression or deny it. So the first impression, the first 10 seconds is the killer. The first thing with, with the digital presence. So the digital presence, my profile, uh, doesn't matter which platform, if I'm active, let's say on LinkedIn uh, or Twitter, so my username, my photo, my cover photo, and my bio, these are my first impression, my digital first impression. So when, when I comment, for example, on LinkedIn, my photo, my name, and the headline, this is what people see when I comment somewhere else. And this is what's going to help them decide to visit my account or not. So I always, whenever I teach social media and digital skills, the first things, some people don't think it's relevant or it's important. No, it's really important. The very detail of your profile, the photo you pick, and I take them to tools, like one of the tools for the photo, there's a tool called Photo Feeler that people vote on your photo 
and from different KPIs and tell you if this photo is fit for business, which is LinkedIn, or for social, which is maybe Twitter or Facebook. So it is important that we work on our digital first impression because that's what's going to help people visit your profile. And when they visit your profile, your chances of following you is going to be higher than before. So that's the first, that's the first impression. Yeah, such great points. And it really is a core digital skill at this point. I, I think with some generations, it's it's LinkedIn. That's where people are going to you know look you up. And I, I work with a lot of real estate agents, realtors, and they're all about Instagram. I mean, that's like where, where all the eyeballs are, the, the impressions and what have you. But, you know, there are people that will still look, even if though you may not like LinkedIn, you're not active there. People, especially professionals, will will vet you there. And I think it's a great reminder for everybody to have. And, and don't just say, well, I don't need to upload a photo. Well, well, you do, because it's all about that digital first impression. How that. And, and what's really interesting, looking at my kids, that Instagram is the place where newer generations are making their first impression, the place where my kids will look people up and they'll see it, it becomes this visual first impression versus the, I mean, there's a bio like LinkedIn, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just very, very interesting how the times have changed. But, but there you go. Hopefully uh, some homework for some of you. So... After you perfect that digital first impression, you know, one of the things you talked about was offering value in return for money, or maybe not in return for money, but just offering value as part of building that personal branding. So we have that first impression built, right? Where do we go from there? Yes. So um, most people, when they, when they design their uh, content strategy, they're talking about how can we build a, a post that talks about our brand, that sells our uh, uh, product or services. And they forget the non-branded content. They forget the sector content, which is the most important because you should have, uh, a, I call it a plan B uh, objective, which is beside, let's say, let's say your goal in, in your digital presence is maybe brand awareness or uh, generating leads. Let's say that's your main goal. Fine, I have no problem with that. But you should have also a side plan, which is building thought leadership. How And why should you build thought leadership? Because you want to be the go-to person in your sector. You want to build that digital reputation. You want to attract referrals to you, a word of mouth. And how can this happen? when you offer value so if i want to invite you to my house i'm cooking dinner for you for example i'm not going to give you uh, the recipe and i tell you here cook it yourself in my house i'm gonna go grocery shopping cook it prepare it make it fancy and give it to you uh, ready to eat the same thing with content i have to go and research for good content, summarize it, make it non-boring. Uh, like for example, in some of the, tw the tweets, what I tell my students, do not use a full length sentence. Instead, make the sentence, instead of eight words, make it four words. So now short sentence on a tweet, then space, another short, no, now it's easy on the eye, even though it is uh, text and it's not a visual thing. But once it's organized, structured in a very nice way, it's easy on the eye to read it. So I can read it. And now the tweet 
instead of a narrow tweet, it's a longer tweet. So it takes a bigger, a better space in the timeline of the reader. So all these things is some sort of value. I am educating people about uh, my sector. So let's say I am selling courses in social media. This is my brand content. But I want to inform everybody about social media, train people about social media, give them free information about social media. This here will build thought leadership, and this will be the foundation of word of mouth for me. So people will say, okay, uh, I'm looking for, whenever somebody asks on Facebook or somewhere, I'm looking for social media classes, everybody will start tagging me. Why? Because they learned one or two tips from me on my account. So this, I, I see most people uh, ignore this type of valuable content and this is important. Yeah, it's such a great point, Khaled, that value of curated content. And I think that if you're just talking about yourself, unless you're already a thought leader, you can't build thought leadership. You just look like someone that's doing self-promotion, right? But when you share others, it can lead to you getting your own business. It's a little counterintuitive, but it, it actually works and, and you're a, a you know role model for that. You also, you know, before we got together for the interview, you talked about polishing your digital skills. So, you know, I, I sense from talking to you that digital personal branding is this core digital skill, beginning with your bio, sharing information of value that, you know, relates to your products and services, building that thought leadership. What does polishing your, your digital skills, is it like that tweet and breaking it up, making it easy in the eye or are there, are there other things? It's, it's, you know, for example, I used to have fear of public speaking a long time ago, and I I had to work on that and be comfortable with talking to people and uh, the crowd. And then I found out this is uh, talking to the camera is another issue. So I have to learn how to be comfortable with talking to the camera. So the communication skills, we need to work on it, especially the digital communication skills. We need to know, like uh, one of your videos, how to have a setup uh, for your podcast uh, or for your uh, YouTube channel. So we need to learn, for example, there's this trend that how to fast read, how to fast watch videos. This is now becoming like a trend and there are all kinds of things that you can uh, watch to learn how to do that. Mm. How to search, uh, Google search hacks how to search for the right things to get the right things. So public speaking. Now, when it, in the past, when, uh, for example, I'm not a designer, I'm not a graphic designer. So if I want to learn how to do graphic design, I have to learn how to work on Adobe, Photoshop, and so on. You don't have to anymore. Now you can go and learn on Canva how to do all your social, social media designs. So all these little skills, now you have to be digitized. You have to learn how to do that. Uh, the art of writing an email the right way, uh, the art of responding to people, uh, how to be uh, responsive on when somebody sends you a uh, uh, private message, how to talk back to them. Now, with the, with the sales funnels and landing pages and email marketing also, it is important to learn about it. I try to learn about it, but I can't. But anyway, but there are tools coming out that makes this process very easy for you. Uh, for example, Zapier and so on and everything. Like if I have an event and I want people to register to this event, I use, for example, Google Form and that takes it to Google Sheet. And then I can, I can link my Gmail to Google Sheet. So every time there's a new line, 
a new email goes to this line and so on. So there are so many things that we can learn digitally to help us with connecting with people, with creating leads, with sales and so on. Yeah, those are such great points. I'm almost thinking the personal brand or building a digital personal brand is almost a great excuse to get immersed in these digital skills that Definitely. that become the core of, of sort of what you need, especially people listening to this podcast, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, obviously marketers. These are things that we all have to know how to do. The good thing is it's easier than ever and there are more resources than ever to help us learn it. So there's really no excuse. You know, if you were to go to neilshaver.com slash membership and look at the logo for digital first membership community, my 16 year old daughter actually created that on Canva, right? She creates uh, podcast images for the School of Influence podcast now. In fact, if you were to apply to blog at my site, she's gonna be the one responding. So, and, and you know, and, and for her it's natural. And, and I think that this is something that we also need to be building these similar skill sets. I, I think if we wanna stay relevant, but also for our business, they're just so key. So we've covered a lot of, of the landscape, Khaled, going forward, for those that are listening and they feel that they have been building their personal brand, they sort of want to know what's next, you know, what they should focus on. We've seen the emergence of audio, a lot of buzz. Obviously, we met on Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, and you know, Spotify Green, what have you. We're still talking about video. You got Reels. I know a lot of people are focusing their personal branding on that. You know, LinkedIn. You know, every other day I hear a new podcast of someone going viral on LinkedIn. Obviously, there's a lot of opportunities out there. What advice would you give everybody of of you know what they should focus on next in their personal branding journey? Um, they have to uh, always try to uh, reinvent themselves, reevaluate their uh, digital presence. So uh, the algorithm are changing. Uh, Instagram is changing, and there are changes happening right now. Maybe hashtags won't be relevant as they used to be. Photo uh, videos are taking over photos. LinkedIn is coming back again with much more uh, oppor bigger opportunity than Facebook. So I, I would uh, advise everyone who is into personal branding to reevaluate their presence and the social platforms they're on. I am I'm, I'm still a huge fan of Twitter and LinkedIn more than anything else. I feel. I feel the value from them is, is coming. Also, like your uh, digital community, I'm trying now, I, I built a digital community and I'm trying to have uh, a two piece. I just started two days ago to have a free area. So I said, okay, all the stuff that I post on social media, I'm not gonna post there anymore. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post it here on the platform, on the community, this is the free area. I'm gonna go to the social media, tease about it and put the link of the post on social media to bring people, attract people to register because it's free. I'm not uh, selling them anything. So I'm attracting people to the community. And now we have around 140 people, 110 are paid and the rest are free. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's great. And that's something as, as uh, and, and by the way, I mean, Khaled is a, is a very, very humble guest, but his community has been, I mean, you know, since launch, very, very successful in terms of, you know, numbers of paying members, but also the results that you have and the learning that you're doing there. So we'll definitely post the link to that in the show notes for those that are interested. But yeah, I think for, uh, I, I think we both believe in the power of community and you know, somewhat the, I won't say the future of businesses community, I wouldn't go that far, but it, I think community is an important part of, of any business, right? And trying to get more people involved in that 
And then trying to get those people once they're in, engaged, these are also very, very complex issues. But I, I love that concept of reinventing yourself. And I have rebranded myself several times. For those that remember, I was Windmill Networking. In fact, this podcast used to be called Social Business Unplugged. And then it was called Maximize Your Social. And then as I released The Age of Influence, it became the Maximize Your Social Influence podcast. And maybe someday it'll become the Digital First podcast. I don't know. But, and it's totally natural, right? Because the algorithms are changing. You're going to find, you know, success on some platforms uh, more than others. And I believe, Khaled, that over time, and we've been doing this since, you know, 2008, 2009, your passions change as well. Maybe you get really into video and you get really into YouTube and you rebrand yourself that, that way. And I think that's totally fine. You know, people will change industries with their career and with that, they will change their personal branding as well. It's a very natural outcome. So it's a good reminder that a, a personal brand is sort of a living organic entity and you need to change with it. And in, in doing so in parallel, your business is an organic living entity as well. And those same things you talked about, how we need to check you know, and audit how we're doing. I mean, businesses need to do this too, right? And they need to pivot and shift. And uh, yeah, for my digital first community, and I haven't really done any podcasts specifically about the community and running it, what I've learned, but definitely that freemium model is an interesting model I've thought of. And obviously the platform circle.so allows you to do that. So I think that's a great idea. I'm, I'm still uh, doing other other avenues uh, that I'm exploring, but uh, yeah, there's, as you know, in anything we're talking about here, there's no one right or wrong answer. It's only what's what fits you and what you want to do. And we all learn from that. So Hala, thank you so much. And yeah, I, this is not a podcast about me. It's a podcast about you, but you've, you've inspired me to, uh, to, you know, add on my thoughts here. So Hala, for those that are listening, where can they find out more about you? And, and do you have, I know obviously your main, you know, your, your community and your products are normally in Arabic. Do you have any, I believe you have an English website as well. I have, I have a website and I have a book, but unfortunately everything is in Arabic. So <laughs> And my username is uh, Shutmo, which means in English, what shall I call it? <laughs> <laughs> so S-H-U-S-M-O. Can, anyone can search this and they can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. S-H-U-S-M-O? Exactly. Gotcha. And your website URL? It's Shutmo.com? Shutmo.me. Shutmo.me. Okay, beautiful. Well... There you go. There's the personal branding in action. Same username, same website. Love it. I'm the same with Neil Schaefer. So. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Khaled, thank you so much for your time today. I know that I've learned a lot and I look forward to continue learning together with you in our community. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me and have a nice day. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Khaled. I hope it gave you some ideas for your own personal branding and you know, when I wrote The Age of Influence, I didn't really talk much about personal branding there, but there definitely is this connection we can make between influence and niche and content creation and our online branding. And hopefully, after listening to how Khaled talks about personal branding, you'll be able to sort of make that connection as well and hopefully be more active in social media because... If we want to digitally transform our personal brand, that's going to be a big part of what we need to do. And if you'd like to join Khaled and myself in the Digital First Group Coaching Membership community, just go to neilshafer.com slash membership. It is where I am present on weekly Zoom calls, answering any question you have, also holding you accountable. And really, it's not just myself, but the other members 
who are true thought leaders in their own right that are helping other members as well. So it truly is a community and I love to serve those people there. They're, they're my tribe. And I want to make sure that everything that I learn from all the work that I've done over this plus decade experience that I have, that I'm giving my best for all of them. So I hope you'll join us. But regardless, I really do appreciate your listening to and continuing to subscribe to this podcast. I look forward to hearing back from you, whether it's on my website, in social media, or if you love to post some feedback, hopefully it's positive, but regardless, any feedback is great feedback. Feel free to write a review for this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Well, that's it for another episode. Until next week, make it a great social day. Bye-bye, everybody, and sayonara. Sayonara.